Good morning, listeners. This is NPC, Not Politically Correct, 1280 AM, 105.3 FM. I'm Lee Thompson. What's up, Lee? And that's Andrew Dodd. How are you, man? <laughs> hey, I'm doing good. Are you enjoying all the impeachment hearings, bro? Uh, I tell you what, it's good for insomnia. Man, I'll tell you what. If you can't sleep at night, all you've got to do is just listen to some Adam Shift. You will sleep in no time. Oh. Not even, no problem whatsoever. Oh, Hakeem whatever from California. He's even worse. You know, and it's really weird that... Or is he from New York? Um, He's from New York. He could be from New York. Now, here's what's funny. Have you looked at where everybody is from who's trying to impeach the president? Northeastern states? No. New York and California. That's it. Well, that's kind of weird. All eight of them are from those two states. Okay. So why do they want to impeach him so bad? Because they can't beat him in 2020. Oh, that's right. They've come out and actually said that. Now, here's... Look, I understand that the, the impeachment was put into place. The idea of impeachment, not this impeachment. It was put into place because there had to be a method to remove a president. If he became a tyrant. Right. But what they're doing with this, it doesn't meet the grounds for becoming a tyrant or committing true high crimes, not this crap they make up. Okay. I have a hard time with them abusing the impeachment powers. Well, Dershowitz, along with other constitutional scholars, have come out and said the only abuse of power has been by the House themselves. In going forward with this. Ooh. Don't you remember even in one hearing, this one, the one constitutional expert actually said, if you all go forwards with this, there will be abuse of power involved here, but it'll be yours. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I mean, you don't see that film clip of that very much. I'm sure the <laughs> defense team will be airing that clip. Oh, I bet they do. It's going to be great. But Adam Schiff has repeated himself. Every day, almost word for word, every time. And they're still on Article 1. Right. Hopefully sometime today they'll get to Article 2, and then we'll have a replay of the whole thing again. The part that I think is, is really absurd is how they keep... Oh, okay. Well, what's absurd is they keep trying to make up a crime. You know, they're, they're trying to come up with new witnesses. Their job was never to have witnesses in the first place. Their job was to go out, research, develop the case, have our witnesses in place for once the trial began. Why do we need new witnesses? You know, their job is to present it to the Senate. The Senate doesn't call witnesses. The prosecution has the witnesses already lined up. And that's not what's happened. They, they, you know, they have thought they had, you know, a case. Well, they're supposed to have their witnesses in place and everything else. Right. And that's, that's the problem with this whole thing. It's, it's being done, (laughs) but it's being done in the most halfway possible way you could do something. Actually, it's bass backwards. It is. It definitely meets the criteria for that legal, legal term. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because 
they 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 asked for an extra day to give their thing, but it was still going to be twenty four hours. Right. So they just shortened up the day by so many hours, but doing this. Yep. But guess what? Their TV ratings aren't going to be any higher because they got an extra day to present their case. No. Everybody who was interested in this followed it when it was in the house. They did. There's, you know, the same people who are still pushing for impeachment are following this. And there's, oh, they're doing so good and all this. You know, I'm tired of, you know, I thought they were going to give us something new. I thought what we heard in the house and everything was the preliminary and we were supposed to get all this bombshell evidence. I, I just they don't, don't have it. anything. No, they presented their entire case, and that's the problem. You know, they presented this whole case in the house, and the problem is, even though you got the votes, there is nothing to the case that you presented. I this mean, uh, let's go to the abuse of power. Okay, his abuse of power is he did not cooperate with them trying to frame him. That's basically it. If you want to get technical, yeah. If you really but, want. They're saying, well, he has kept us from having witnesses and has not handed over documents freely. He's not. He, what he's doing is what every president has done since George Washington. Yep. If the House wants something or the Senate wants something from the president and he refuses to give it, then they go to the Supreme Court and yep. request it. That's right. That's how the system was set up. The Democrats are abusing the system by not... All these witnesses are wanting to call now were never subpoenaed. No. One was subpoenaed, and he put a court challenge up, and they dropped it. Huh. Imagine that. Now, if they won it, they should have pursued it. This whole impeachment should be six months down the road still. Oh, easily. Now, think, if they had taken the time to go through the court, do the whole legal process, get everything they wanted— Six months from now, we're so close to the election, the Republicans would be screwed if they could prove a case. Right. You know, this is just a case. They knew they had nothing. This is just something to kill time so they can get in there. And what they're saying is, we're dirtying up the president. Hey, he doesn't need no. to be dirtied up. His own no. behavior dirties him up with his between his tweets and things he's done in the past. But the thing is, he's done it in public. He's, people knew what they were voting for, and they right. got it. And and that's that's the thing. The the left and even some of the a good majority of the right, they don't like that he talks directly to the media. He doesn't let them twist whatever he has to say. Yeah, sometimes people get all bent out of shape about his tweets. I think they're hilarious. Well, I, I enjoy it because I, I, at least I know what he's thinking. I'm not right. being told what I'm supposed to think what he's exactly. thinking. Exactly. You know, and they talk about, well, he makes comments about this or that and says things that are just inappropriate. Who cares? Imagine what it would be like. Let's go. Let's go in the time machine. You ready? Okay. Imagine the kind of crap that Andrew Jackson said on a daily basis. Oh. Okay. <laughs> this well, is Jackson we're talking about. Well, Stop. Hamilton. Any of them. Pick anybody who hasn't been censored and then pushed into the cor politically correct box by the mainstream media because nobody else pushes anybody in the PC box except the media. They're the ones who raise a fit when someone says something. Well, you know why. Political correctness was created by the communists. Absolutely it was. And guess who the media, mainstream media works for? Well, you're not wrong. If they're not communists, propagandists, I don't know who we are. Well, and you know, it's, it's funny that you bring up the propagandist. 
when we if we stop and we listen to MSNBC, CNN, and just go through the entire list, even on quote right news, it's all propaganda, on on all of it. You know this. Yeah, because they don't report the news; they're reporting what they want you to yes. know about what happened. Yes, that kind of makes me crazy. That's always made me crazy. I don't I don't need you to tell me these heartfelt stories that you fabricated. Just report the news and shut up. Yeah. You know. But what happened? We got cable, and the news cycles went to 24 hours. Yeah. And they had to make up news to fill in this thing. Oh, and they've done it. They've done it real well. I mean, think about it. At one time, when CNN was the only cable news network out there. Yeah. And that's what CNN stands for, cable news network for some of you, just in case you didn't know that. (laughs) I thought it was the Clinton News Network. Well, that's what it became in the 90s. Oh, okay. All right. But it was out there, and they actually reported news. Yeah. They were in Baghdad when we bombed it. Yeah, I mean, they, were. They, they were. If nothing else, they were our best source of information. Okay, you need to move the planes a little farther away from our motel. You're getting a little close, boys. They, <laughs> they, really, they, they really were. And CNN started out pretty, pretty great. Yeah. You know, I don't think Ted Turner was a big socialist until he got a hold of uh, Hanoi Jane. I don't believe you're wrong. And we and what we've watched is news media outlets slowly turn more and more into propaganda machines fabricating or creating stories that don't necessarily exist. You know, I remember and I remember this very vividly. I had a uh, I had a business in Winfield and I was not inside the city limits. So KSDK came out, or whoever, I don't remember who it was, I can't say exactly. They came out and they were interviewing different people. Well, do you want to be in the city limits? Now, mind you, I had business there. And I said, no, I don't actually care one way or another about being in the city limits. But what I can say is not being in the city limits, I pay a much lower sales tax being outside of city limits. Even though I'm right there on 47, I was outside of city limits. They took that entire soundbite, chopped the whole thing apart, and by the time it was over, I didn't want to be in city limits because their taxes are too high. Now, I am pretty good at speaking my point and putting together, even if I feel that I don't want to be in city limits because the taxes are too high, that's not how I would word that. Right. But that entire soundbite got all sliced apart. And on that day, I realized, screw mainstream media. Well, Elliot Davis was good for doing that in a lot of those gotcha moments. Oh, yeah. If you talk to people, I said, you know, that one gotcha moment was sound bites from three different questions. Right. All rolled into one to match up what he needed. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they don't report news. No. It's almost more like it's for entertainment. Now our job is to dissect it. Now what's real and what's not in this clip? Well, and that's. That's the truth of it. I, I can't even watch the evening news because I know most of what I'm seeing is crap. That's that's the truth of it. And you see it at the local level, but then you also see it at the national level. And I have a real problem with that whole concept of spinning, spinning information and, you know, adding dots and then sp- stating the next person's phrase after you removed what they were talking about. Well, MSNBC... 
They'll do 10 uh, stories on Trump. Nine of the 10 will be negative. Oh, absolutely. Fox News will do 10 stories, and it might be six to four, seven to three, yeah. positive versus negative. It's, you know, every story about our president cannot be negative. Just look at the economy, people. Right. It's not possible. What what they're trying to pull off is not a possible thing. And, you know, you have these massive groups of people that just sit there and listen to MSNBC or CNN or whatever it is, and they actually believe the stuff they're being told. You know, when CNN has a poll that says the majority of Americans feel, well, that's not true. You didn't poll the majority of Americans. You know, we always talk about looking at the demographics on the polls and looking at the end numbers. Now, we're going to talk a little more about polling when we come back. This oh, is, man, are we out of time? We are. This is not. Man, I was ready to go into that. I was a statistics guy, you know. You'll get it. This is not politically correct radio on 1280 AM, 105.3 FM. Welcome back. This is not politically correct radio on 1280 AM, KYRO 105.3 FM, your Lincoln County hometown station. We thank all of you for tuning in and listening to us. I'm Dodd. He's Lee. We are going to talk some more. In our last segment, we talked about the bias that we see in mainstream media. And we're going to move in to talk about polling, which a lot of people read polls, but what they don't read is the demographics. And here's the thing. Polling is just statistics. Right. And when I went to college, professor told us you can take the same set of numbers and get two different results. And in statistics, we, as a statistician, you're taught how to make the numbers come out where you want them. Right. Which I mean, is what these polls that we see bouncing around the country that's what they're doing yeah well the first thing is if you poll the most liberal part of new york the most liberal part of, or pretty much all of california uh yeah and you don't poll the midwest you're going to get skewed numbers well of course you know we we interviewed and i mean i've actually seen this in polls and most, and this is 90% of the polls right now are done this way. They'll take the poll, and what you have is basically, well, we interviewed 40% Republicans, and we did 60% Democrats. Okay. And to come up with that number is, well, most independents lean Democratic, oh. is what they say. Oh, okay. That's, what, that's how they come up with this, that we got to skew the numbers. Wow. So if you automatically skew the numbers, which they did when Hillary Clinton was running against Donald <laughs> Trump, <laughs> you so want to look great. at polling that's been skewed and screwed up, just go back to that election. Only one poll ever showed Donald Trump would win, and it was going to be an ass whooping. Yes, it was. And guess what? That happened. Oh. Because man. that man went out and just had, they just, Random people from every 50, out of all 50 states, they called so many people in every state. Right. Didn't ask their political bias, anything. They just did random polling. Yep. And it was the only one that showed it. And everybody wanted to discount and throw that poll out. They said, oh, it's so far wrong. Well, all the others where they skewed the numbers by roughly 10% is what they give yes. Democrats <laughs> over Republicans. You know, it'll be a 60-40 just because of that. Because, And they'll say, well, we and we had so many independents in the mix. Mm -hmm. Well, 
I know most of the time when I get a poll, I lie to it. Always. Because um, I kind of know what they're looking for. I can uh-huh. tell which way they lean. So I just, I, I do it to mess with them. Good politicians like Donald Trump care less about a poll. They, they, they go by the, the pulse. They can feel the pulse of the country. And if you can't, you know, right now, they're saying 67% of the people think the Senate should call more should call witnesses. No, the Senate should call the witnesses that the House sent them. Yes. And I believe 67% of the people believe they should the Senate should call those people and put them on a spot and let Donald Trump people cross them. That's what I believe the poll means. Yes. I don't believe the poll means they need to call new witnesses. No, it's referring it's referring to crossing former witnesses yeah. that were used in the initial house hearing it makes sense that's what i believe the poll was and you know and that may have very well been the question asked but that's not the way it's being reported well that's also a real possibility you know the whole thing kind of makes me crazy man so sitting back and watching all this unfold has just been driving me nuts yeah you know i've done a random poll i have asked roughly 100 people and of the 100 people i've talked to one of the questions i said if a senator votes to impeach the president what do you think and roughly 98 percent of them said they need to be removed from office well you know lee you, <laughs> you just opened up a great idea you know we have the ability to poll people on the not politically correct radio page on facebook yeah. So yeah. why don't you come? Why you set up, I'll give you the questions. You get yeah. it set up. Yeah, you send me the questions later, and I'll set it all up as polls, and we'll set them as independent polls based on each question. So they'll all be separate, and then we'll poll people on it, so we can get a real idea. We have quite a few followers. If you're not currently following us, it's uh, not politically correct radio on Facebook. Find us on there. Check it out. See what we actually do. We post news articles. We post all of our previous shows. This show will be on there, and the bonus times are always on there. You can get them. You can listen to them. You can podcast them. But you can also see what kind of news is happening. We post a lot of stuff, obviously, from, if you're not familiar with it, theblaze.com has pretty good news articles, and there are a bunch of others that we we definitely repost on our on our Facebook page. If you and want to see if I some, do, and if I do post something from Babylon B, remember, it's folks, just that's funny. Satire. We're just it's being fun. funny. It's satire, you know. Babylon Sometimes B. We, we have to have a little humor once in a while. Babylon B and theonion.com. They're both satire and they're both hilarious. You know what's scary though? What's that? The Onion satire has proven to be true so many. Well, that times. is kind of terrifying yeah. I, I wasn't yeah. really going to bring that up you know but they, yes. they, they've actually gone satire and turned out to be oops. true you know they're going oh that, wow wow we wrote a real news article yeah oops going, who thought the democrats were that stupid <laughs> pretty much yeah. so definitely check us out on facebook at not politically correct radio it uh it'll be a good time for you yeah but yeah let's let's get a maybe a five question poll to start yeah. with we'll start a five question and, poll. and we won't track the information who answers no it. We're not going to do that. A lot of those make you have to check and put your name. No, you don't have to do anything. All you have to do is click on what you want, and that's the end of the story. And if you want want to, we'll have a like button down there. If you like the question and you like what we're doing, you can just like that. Yes, and it'll be a good time had by all. Then we'll have something really great to talk about. Yeah. 
I like this plan. Yeah. I like and this plan. And then a lot. if it goes over, maybe we'll do a live with this. We'll go yeah. we'll go some restaurant or something and we'll invite 100 people in. That's a pretty good idea. So if uh if you've got a restaurant out there, you're listening to us and you would like us to come out and do a a live polling, let us know. We need a couple weeks so that way we can advertise where we're going to be. But get with one of us. You can text or call me at any point, 636-358-0992. Or 314-409-0336. Make sure you text that to me. Yeah, because I don't answer unknown calls. Well, because of previous events, uh, yes. we're careful here as far as my yeah, phone. But <laughs> if, if you've got a restaurant and you would like us to do our polling from there, We'll come in, we'll do the polling, we'll set up, we'll do a live broadcast from there. It'll be a lot of fun. We we sound serious on the air, but we're actually quite a bit of fun in your in your business or in your restaurant. We have a we have pretty good time most of the time. Yeah. Well, most of the time. Yeah. Anyway, so that's uh those are the the things that we're going to do. We're going to get some polls up and we'll see what you actually think. We'll see what you think about shift. We got to have a poll about shift. Yeah. Shifty shift. Yeah. Be careful saying that. That could be a $500 fine before you know what hit you. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. Uh, fine away. You can't take what you I don't have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but management will have to pay it then, so. Yeah. What's, hey, what's yeah, the problem? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Okay, yeah. What's the problem? I was waiting for yeah, you. Yeah, I was I'll like, go. well. Yeah, what's the problem? Yeah, it happens. Yeah, I've crossed that path before. Yeah, so just let's, a few times. <laughs> so... You know, pretty much just seeing what's uh, what's what's going on out there, and this week, as as more impeachment hearings go on, if you can bear to listen through them, <coughs> after we go off the air Saturday, <coughs> the defense starts. Oh yeah, I would. I probably won't have any trouble staying up and watching it. It's probably going to be hilarious. Oh, I feel. I think Dershowitz is going to get in there. I figure Dershowitz will be one of the first ones up. And he's going to explain to them why what they're doing is unconstitutional. Yes. And they say he's one of the three greatest constitutional minds alive. That's what they say. And yet the Democrats don't have constitutional minds. They have constitutional scholars. But yet none of them are rated as the best. No. No. They have a whole bunch of people who misinterpret what they feel the Constitution does on a regular basis. Oh, one was quoting Hamilton as far as what he meant by a high crime. And they came up with the ABCs of high crimes. No. Abuse of power was A. Uh, So they just made some crap up. Yeah, Yeah, no. No, that's certainly not... <clears throat> what I mean, they were referring to. I mean, I don't remember abuse of power being mentioned anywhere in. No, the abuse of power is not mentioned in there. Yeah. High crimes are treasonous crimes. Right. High crimes are you attempting to make yourself a king. Those are high crimes. Yeah. There's no question about it. I mean, that, think about it. That was one of the greatest fears of the new republic was being afraid that if the executive branch had too much power, that that chief magistrate could rise to the power of a king or at the very least Caesar. Right. And they were ter- that's why they put so many checks and balances in place. You want to talk about something across the board that the founders would have a fit over? You ready for it? Good or bad, love them or hate them, executive actions. Executive orders. Yep. 
Those are the very epitome of what the founders had a fit about. Your will is not absolute. You don't get to make new random laws with the stroke of a pen because someone decides you have. What's what? What was Obama's greatest phrase? I have a pen and a smartphone. Pen and a phone. Yeah, you know what you can do with that? Write a song. That's about it. Sorry. But it's those kind of usurpations of power that the founders were afraid of, and rightly so. If we look at some of the stuff that's been done by executive action, oh, buddy, it's bad, bad stuff. Okay, executive action orders Yep, have been there since Washington. Yes. Washington did three, I think. <coughs> In four terms. Yes. They were put there for when the House and the Senate were not in session. And that's it. And it, this is something that had to be taken care of immediately. And then when and they returned to session. Then it was to come in and yes. be seen if it was to be upheld or not. Right. That is not how Obama operated at all, nor a whole lot of other presidents in the past. Honestly, let's, let's, let's call this the, what it really is. That's not how the last 150 years of presidents have operated. Actually, you got to go back to my <clears throat> favorite one. You want to say it so I don't have no, to? No, we, only, know, we you know. only have 30 seconds, so you have to hold it till after the break. Woodrow Wilson. Oh, he knew he was going to let it out. Yeah. We'll do it when we come back. Oh, man. Okay, this is Not Politically Correct Radio on 1280 AM, KYRO 100. What is our number? Oh, yeah, 105.3 FM, Lincoln County's hometown station. Stay tuned. We have much more. And remember to follow us on Facebook at Not Politically Correct Radio. We'll be back after these. Hey, and we're back. Welcome. You know, this is Not Politically Correct. It definitely is. And what's going on in Washington is definitely not politically correct. But no. Or is it politically correct, according to the new political mindset? Ah, Josh. I mean, let, let's get back to where we were. Okay. We, we were working with executive orders. We were, and Woodrow Wilson. Woodrow Wilson issued executive orders while in a coma. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. You know, his wife, not knowing what to do and knowing she couldn't go to the Senate and the House and get stuff done, Wrote executive orders. That is true. I mean, people may not be aware of that, but she actually did. That was the when once they found out she did that, it ran rampant. From then on. Well, you know, as far as executive orders, from Woodrow Wilson through Obama, I believe the fewest was done by Harry Truman. You know, that's kind of a bad sign. I'll have I'll have to actually find the thing but i had it i had executive orders by president did you really yeah i have a and i've got the list somewhere so i'll just have to find it you know executive orders go along with something else that we've talked about on this show before and it's something that the founders never intended and i have a real problem with are you ready for it lee you're gonna love it come on regulatory agencies that make law well, that's unconstitutional. That is completely unconstitutional in every way. But how does it still happen? 
Because nobody challenges it. Okay. So why are those challenges not being met? I mean, you have government agencies running rampant, creating laws and fines any way they feel they, they need to or that they want to. You know, back when Obama was president, you had the ATF ban the importation of steel cord ammo. However, steel cord ammunition is legal in the United States. There obviously are states that vary. But as a regulatory body, they were like, no, no, it's illegal to import that now. They don't have the power to make that law. True. Because the federal government assumed all that. Right. So, you know, ATF. Uh-huh. Actually shouldn't be funded. No. ATF should be part of the FBI, plain and simple. And they should not be able to go out and come up with, we need gun bans for this, we need gun bans for that, we need to eliminate all this stuff. This is stuff that's been... Most of these agencies were done under executive orders. Oh, of course they were. And everything. Hey, I, I did find my list. Somehow I for, knew you would. For just the last four presidents. Okay. Bill Clinton in eight years, 364. Wow. George Bush, 291. Barack Obama, 276. Now, this one's kind of high, but for Donald Trump, and then I'm going to go into why it's so high. 138. Okay. But of his 138, over 100 of them was eliminating executive orders by previous presidents. Okay, so he's actually done 38. Well, if, if that. Okay. You know, we don't have the exact count on that, but. <sighs> so think of that. George Washington did eight. John okay. Adams did one. Jefferson, four. James Madison, one. James Monroe, one. Now, think of this. This is back when we were the original 13 colonies. Yep. It only took a matter of a few days for everybody to get back. Right. We're now 50 states. Anybody can be anywhere in 24 hours or less. No question. Less reason for executive orders now than there ever were. Andrew Jackson, your favorite one. Only 12. Wow. A little unknown one. Martin Van Buren, 10. Hmm. William Henry Harrison, none. Good for him. Yeah, how long did he live? 1820 yeah. days, something like that. Didn't he get pneumonia or something at his inaugural? I, I think so. Or did he get shot? I, I don't know. Yeah, you know, but either way. He did okay, what did your buddy Lincoln do? Uh, Abraham Lincoln, 48. All right, so I would say what we've learned. Andrew Johnson, 79. Modern presidents use their executive power entirely too much uh i got a republican here from way back gonna shock you mm. ulysses s grant 217 uh, nothing surprises me he was a monster he was close to a tyrant yeah he was he is in the same category with woodrow wilson and lincoln sorry let's see william mckinley 185 and here's the granddaddy of them all Theodore Roosevelt. Oh. Oh, Teddy, 1,081. Yeah, I bet he did. He's the guy 
who we can actually look at and realize he finished the snowball and led us to where we now find ourselves. Yeah. With the, from everything to the nanny state, to the dependent on the government, to food handouts, to everything else. Well, no, that was that was Teddy now. That was before that. That was a rough rider. He was a Republican. Oh, yeah. But ready yeah. for this? My favorite president of them all. Oh, you're so Woodrow. Wrong. Oh, Woodrow. 1803. Good grief. Calvin Coolidge, 1203. But the one, the one that, wow. caught, and here it comes, our 32nd president, Franklin D. Roosevelt, Democrat. Oh, boy. 3,728. Did you say 3,700? That's the one that that's cooked the, us. Yes. That's when we got cooked. Yeah. That's when all the nanny states, you know, the WPA was an executive order. Just wow. that he did all these executive orders and there was really no reason to. And if anything, I think they need to come along. We need to get a constitutional amendment to end executive orders. I think we need a constitutional amendment limiting limiting them to one per year. Well, here's let, let's Let's and just, then it still has to be reviewed by the House and Senate once they're available. Well, let's just let's go the other way with it. If you want the power of executive power, you want that executive power, right? The only time you can use that executive power is in a confirmed state of emergency. That's it. Yeah. That's the only thing you can use it for because anything else can wait. Right. That's it. I agree with that. I you know, I understand you need the ability to mobilize the military inside U.S. soil in the event of an invasion. Just a theoretical, it, may, it could never, you know, you don't know if it happens or not, but one night you wake up and 20,000 troops have parachuted into the U.S. The president should have the power to say, okay, y'all need to go deal with that. That's fine. But to go as far as to say, you know... I really feel like we need to make the legal smoking age 21. You need to put your pen away. We need to ban bump stocks. Put your pen away. All of that kind of stuff is not extrogen. Oh, yeah, I'm pulling out the legal term. You could even word it, extrogen state of emergency, because anything else Congress should still have the power to be able to vote on. Yeah. Well, I think they should vote on every executive order anyhow. Like they were meant to? Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand why those are not reviewed and voted on. I mean, he got rid of half of Obamacare under executive order, which he should have because it should have never been passed in the first place. Agreed. You know, Nancy Pelosi rammed Obamacare down our throats, just like they're trying to ram an impeachment down well, our throats. Well, you don't have to read it. <laughs> just like the impeachment. You don't have to read it. Just do it. Right. And that's how we got ourselves in such a mess. I mean, think about the horrors that came out of the just the single action of the Obamacare. Yeah, it ruined a perfectly good health care system. Because guess what? If you had no insurance, all you had to do was show up in an emergency room. They have to treat you. And I'm going to be honest, and I, I hate to give this person credit. Do you know who is the backbone of that bill? <sighs> I, I'm, I hate to even say it. 
Don't say Woodrow Wilson. Hillary Clinton. Huh? Yeah. She was the backbone of that bill. That is one of the few bills that I don't have a problem with. If a person shows up at your ER with their leg ripped off, it's irrelevant if they have insurance. Fix them and then deal with it. Yeah. I don't have I don't have an issue with that one. But let's be honest, there's so much stuff that's nothing like that yeah. that no. No. You know, it's gotten so cheap that Walgreens has a dock in the box. Mm-hmm. What is it, 20 bucks? Yeah. You can go there for 90% of the things that most people show up in the emergency room for. Runny nose, sniffles, whatever. Problem is, people know they go to the emergency room, they don't even have to pay the 20 bucks. Well, therein lies your problem. That's the problem. No self-responsibility. No, none. None. Yeah. You know, you you look at all of these different things that we've seen boil down over the last, what, 12, 13, 14 years now, and where things have gone. I mean, we can go back as far as 2001 with the passage of the Patriot Act. But each president that goes by, you watch more and more of your rights. And are you ready? I'm going to use a term that a lot of other groups use, but they don't know what it means. Civil liberties. You watch those things burn like paper to a match. And the reason they burn is because there are no checks and balances. The checks and balances are gone. An executive action should not be able to do anything outside of essentially wartime emergency. You should not be able to strike your pen and make a law. You do not possess that power. Even as president of the United States, you do not have that power. You have no power to make laws, only to execute them. That's it. Yep. So why? Why have we gone down this path where we almost sit with a republic monarchy, with the monarch being elected every four years? It's very weird. It's very bothersome to me. Uh, you know, you just said something there. During the whole presentation by the Democrats, they were talking about how Donald John Trump was a threat to democracy. Can you explain to me what's wrong with that statement? Well, there is no democracy. There's a republic. Yeah. Every once in a while, they'll come up with a constitutional republic. Yeah. I mean, each session of this impeachment is brought in first with a prayer, uh huh, then a pledge to the allegiance, <laughs> a pledge you know, to the flag. Yeah. And in there, nowhere does it say the to the democracy. No, it doesn't. It clearly defines the republic. Uh, hey. Hence the problem here. Hey, Lee, guess what? It's about time to quit. We're out of time, so if you wow. want to listen to the rest, go to the Not Politically Correct Facebook page on Facebook. Duh, the Facebook page would be on Facebook. Yeah. And listen to the uh, bonus segment. This has been Not Politically Correct Radio on 1280 AM, KYRO, 105.3 FM. Your Lincoln County hometown station. And we appreciate each and every one of you tuning in. Please tune into the next segment available on Spotify. Bye.